Welcome to a brand new episode of the Sunday Sauce, another non-political episode. I'm with uh, Tim Hayden. He owns Hagley West Watches. How are you, Tim? I'm good. CEO. Thanks, I'm sorry, the CEO of Hagley West, right? CEO. That's, That's right. Or owner. Yeah. I see you got a nice watch on right now. Yeah. This is one of our uh, casual watches. Casual watches. This is a casual everyday watch. So, so when you like decided to make watches, what, what did was your profession before? Well, I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years now okay but prior to this i was just in it uh -huh. so oh. it's just it's just b2b it uh, it services okay so this is completely different to anything i've ever done before so 20 years ago you started your first company or you were in it no I, st I started my first company when i was 30 okay when you were 30 all right wow and what was that as an IT services company. Okay, so yeah, okay, yeah. that's what it was. All right. So, wow, IT, uh, you got to be pretty educated to do that. So. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, not really. I mean, I, I winged it for about 18 years. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like fake it till you make it stuff yeah. a little bit. Well, to this day, I'm, I'm actually a bit of a technophobe, although I've had IT companies. Mm. Um, I just dealt with the, the logistics side of it, really, more, okay, than okay. The, more than the technical side. Right, right, right. Yeah, because I don't know anything about IT stuff, so don't ask me. But um, <laughs> so were you, your whole time, were you like always interested in men's fashion or like, or like what, what, what got you to here making watches? It's crazy, actually, because I wasn't really into fashion, wasn't really into watches, but I wanted to challenge myself in the entrepreneurial world. Mm. And there's no greater challenge than trying to grow a global watch brand. Right. Trying to grow a global brand must be the ultimate challenge for any entrepreneur. And so that's why I did it, really. I just didn't want to go through life and look back and think, I have any regret, really. I didn't want to look right. back and think, God, I should have gone for it. I should right. have gone for it. Right, yeah. Um, I know there's so many watch brands out there. Like, like you know, this is a citizen, right? I right. mean... This watch was maybe only, I don't know, $200, right? So what is your most expensive watch you have? Oh, gosh, I've got to convert this into dollars now. It's about $215. And that's it. That's yeah. all it goes. Nothing. Yeah. It, it, we literally go from $100 to about $215, $220. So you're like the everyday watch. Like exactly. women and men everyday. Women and men, right? You do both, e right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, basically... The whole idea and the premise of Hagley West was I wanted to make everyday watches for everyday people. Right. Um, so we're in the fashion watch industry. Mm -hmm. We're not the luxury. Right, you're not Rolex. You're not, right, right. No, right, right. and right. I've got no ambition to be that either. Interesting, interesting. So you're just going to keep making affordable watches for, you know, like the working man, working woman, right? Exactly. Because yeah. that's what you technically are. Yeah. You, 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 exactly, you, you yeah. build from the ground up so, you know, people could probably appreciate these watches. Um, you're from England, obviously, right? Yes. Were you, you still, uh, how long have you lived in the States and did you come here because of your business or you just decided well, this, to come here? This is a crazy thing, actually. I came over with my son. I, your son too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we came over about two and a half months ago now. Oh. L last year we were uh, thinking, well, I was growing a business in the UK and I thought, well, if I want to grow a global brand, I've got to make it in America. Of course. You, you've got to. I mean, it's the biggest market in the world. Sure, We've sure. got to make it in America. So last year, we hatched a plan. I said, okay, let's, let's go after the American market. We were turning over about 10% in the... So 10% of our turnover was right. in the States. So last year, we said, right, let's dip our toe over there. Mm -hmm. Let's pop over there for one little trip mm -hmm. and see how we get on. So we came over in September uh, for a week, and it went really well. We had loads of people come out and uh, see me. And I thought, gosh, this is quite good. Let's just do it again. So we ended up doing four trips between September and November. And then that went so well, I said, I've got to move over here. 
Nice. So I'm still kind of pinching myself that I act, at the moment I'm living in Brooklyn, but right. it's, a, it's a temporary move. It's a three move, uh, three month move. Okay. So I've got two weeks left. Oh. Uh, then I go back to the UK. I've got some stuff to do there for a couple of months, and then I'm coming back to the US again. You're gonna come. You're gonna move here again, like permanently. What, what do What do you think you're gonna do? Like you like it better than the UK? I know you're from the <laughs> UK, but but so I personally never been to the UK, so I no, I, I can't, no, I want to go to go. London. So I, I'm dying to go. It's not even that expensive. It's not that long. Yeah. Dying to go to London, trying to check out the UK. But like, I don't know. I can't compare it to anything. Like, do you think living here is better, a little bit better than the UK? Or it's no, it's little it, different things. Here it's different. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's kind of like comparing uh, tomatoes and tomatoes. Right, right, It's, right. <laughs> it's the same right. thing, but slightly different. Yeah, really. yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. I mean, I've loved my time here in the States. Everyone's um, welcoming me with open arms. Uh, I've been really... I, I obviously thought when I came here, I thought, wow, I'm a Brit. Are they going to accept me coming over here and trying to come in? This is but, New York City. We love everyone. I know. Yeah, it's, it's we don't care fantastic. where you're from. <laughs> come on. It's been great. I mean, yeah. It's been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I've, I've gone every weekend. I've gone to a different city in a different state. We've now covered 25 different states here in the US. Wow. And it's my ambition to go to all 50. Mm -hmm. So we've got another, I think, five more states to do over the next two weeks. Okay. And then we're going to... Uh, uh, and then we're going back home, but then we're coming back. We've got the we've got the rest of the states today. So, um, besides New York City, so far, what's your other favorite city? What's your uh, second favorite? I get asked this all the time. <laughs> Which are your favorite cities? Yeah. I, I'm trying to stay neutral yeah, yeah, because right. there's so many great ones. Yeah. I've just spent the weekend in Charleston. Literally got back this morning. Right. And Charleston was a fantastic city. What I love about America is the is, are the differences. There's such a vast difference between like New England and Florida. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah, oh, and then yeah. California and yeah, all kinds of different Washington people and everything. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, sure. and, and it's fantastic. It's yeah. it's like 50 different countries under one banner. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, well the, here is what you know, unique is about New York is that it's just a melting pot. You have so much yeah. ethnicities and and religions. So it's like you get oh. a little bit of everything. Like in my neighborhood. It's very heavily Italian and Greek and Middle Eastern, so I have like a lot of great food and everything. And yeah. I, I know where you live as well. You were telling me there's a lot of diversity there, so you know. Yeah, huge diversity yeah, in yeah. London as well. Oh yeah, but uh, I mean, I love Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn. It just feels like our home. We travel every weekend, and when we get back to our apartment in Brooklyn, it's just like oh, we're home. <laughs> Even though it's just a temporary right, home, it right, just right. feels great. And there's a little coffee shop next door to us. There's a little gym around the corner, so we've settled in really well out here. I think I probably go to the gym around the corner by your house. I go to Crunch. It's on 15th Street. Uh, no, I go it's to fifth. one on the uh, 5th. Yeah, it's 15th and 5th. That's where I go. And then there's Harbor Fitness across the street. Oh, uh, no, we're, we're, we're a little bit further up. We're, yeah, a, little yeah, bit, yeah. we're a little bit further north. Uh, I, go, I go to that gym all the time. So um, I'm really familiar with the area. But uh, Park Slope, a lot of people actually are moving from your area to my area because it's cheaper. Yeah. So, you know, in my, in my area, you can get a one-bedroom apartment for like, Sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars, and then I know if you go a little bit further into Brooklyn, I know it's like two thousand, twenty five hundred. You know, yeah. so it's like a lot of people are starting to realize that the most southern tip of Brooklyn, where I live, next to the Verrazano Bridge. Yeah, you know, know. You, know, you know where it is. Yeah, right? yeah. So you go right to Staten Island. Yeah. So that area is still affordable to live in Brooklyn. It's, I, I love Brooklyn. I, I love the fact that we can walk to anywhere. We can walk to Prospect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can walk up to the Barclays Center. Yeah. I'm now a Nets fan. You're a Nets fan. I'm now. a Nets fan. Why now, not the yeah. Knicks? Well, I'm in Brooklyn. <laughs> so what? I'm, in, I'm a Knicks fan, so I grew up and raised in Brooklyn. Well, well, maybe after we got dumped out of the, uh, out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, maybe well, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Nets, they're, they're done. They lost all their players. So 
And the Knicks just got lucky, I guess, because they're in the playoffs with a bunch of no-name people. So Can I just say as well, yeah. um, 10 weeks ago, I'd never seen a basketball game in my life. Uh, never? I didn't even understand the rules. <laughs> uh, so my, my son explained the rules to me. And so we went down there and we got there. We've been to a couple of games. I so at the it. Barclays Center? Barclays Center, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, because uh, obviously in the UK, soccer is God. Oh, it's, yeah, it's I, I mean, of course, of course. What's your favorite team? In, in, in England? Yeah. Aston Villa. Interesting. But I'm, I'm more of a cricket fan than a football fan. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm a massive cricket fan. So in... Uh, this business is built around cricket as well. Really? When we started. Tell me about that. Well, I, when I first started, I was in my kitchen in England, and I thought, how am I going to sell these watches? I once went 83 days without selling a watch. Wow. And, you know, you're at the point where you're thinking, have I got this right? I thought, who, can I, who do I know that can just wear a watch? And I played cricket, so I contacted some cricketers, and I said, look, guys... Can you, wear, can you wear a watch for me? Just right. put it on your Instagram. Just something, somewhere. Right. And uh, a few cricketers, professional cricketers, started wearing my watches. And then it grew from there, really. So I, um, I flew out to Dubai. There was a cricket tournament out there. Okay. I took a bag of watches with me. And hmm. I stayed in the same hotel as all these international cricketers. They're from all over the world. And I thought, right, I've got four or five days to make as many friends as I can here. Right. And then on the last day of that trip, I went down to the pool bar I sat there with a rucksack full of watches. I put them out on the bar, and then within half an hour, I had 25 of these international cricketers around me. You were just giving them away or selling Giving them away. Wow. I just said, no. just post. Just is, post. is that what you have to do, like, in the beginning of a company? You have to just give free stuff away and have, like, you know, influencers and athletes and stuff just, like, build your brand for you? I, obviously, it's worth it in the long run, but is that, yeah. is that the way to do it? I mean, I, I think so. It's worked for us. I mean... If you start with a lot of money, it can be a bit different. Mm. I mean, we started with, you know, I, I put in £24,000 to start this business. Okay. And then the second year, I put another £24,000 in because it was going broke. Right. Wasn't selling any watches. Um, and then we started using the cricketers. And I thought, right, the most important thing to build a business is to build the story behind the business. Mm. So I thought, well, the, the watch company, Hagley West, is named after my cricket club. I, thought I was going to ask you about that name, but it's yeah, well, yeah, unique. Yeah, well, the idea of the watch company came up after a game of cricket. Right. And my cricket club was West Hagley Cricket Club. Got it. Changed the name around. Hagley West. Hagley West. Mm -hmm. And so then we just went, right, okay, let's keep the story of cricket as the theme. And so we grew it that way. And then uh, I got all these cricketers wearing my watch. And then I built the story. And then I thought, right, well, I need money. Yeah. <laughs> I need cash to build this of business. Course, I need of course. To, I need to raise some funds. Yeah. So at first I thought, well, let's get, try and get some cricketers to uh, invest. Mm. And then I found crowdfunding, which I'd never heard of before. Right. Uh, you know, I, before this business, I'd never done social media, didn't know crowdfunding, mm -hmm. didn't know anything about... Uh, but you're a TikTok watches. star now, I heard. Is that um, a rumor or is that true? That is actually true as well, yeah. <laughs> I heard, I heard, but oh, good yeah, for you, good no, for you. That, yeah, that, yeah. That's an amazing yeah, thing well, that happened. Well, that, hey, that happened by fluke. Yeah, that, that, that's what happens. That's my younger son Wait. saying to me one day, come on, Dad, do a dance with me. L listen, we have a whole other podcast that we just interview TikTok people. Right. Like, and they just it's just like a fluke. Like They do one thing, and then all of a sudden, overnight, they have millions and millions of followers. Well, that was the thing as well. I mean, going on the, um, the theme of the cricket and building the story, one of the things I thought when I first started this business, not doing social media, was I thought there's a huge organic reach. Mm. Uh, I got... Uh, I was listening to the wrong kind of people when I first started. And, you know, very quickly I thought, uh, this isn't going to work. No. Because everyone was saying, put it on Instagram, you'll get thousands of followers. And, and we missed, I mean, that was true with Instagram, but mm -hmm. I missed it by about three or four years, that mm -hmm. big organic reach. Mm -hmm. And then TikTok came out and my son showed it to me and I thought, 
this could be my moment. This could be the thing where I get the organic reach. So I just watched it for two months. I thought, right, I've got to make a move. So I put out my story. My first post got half a million views. And I thought, bloody hell. We could be on to something here. <laughs> could be on to something. Let's keep putting out the story. Let's keep putting out the story. But how did it first get half a million views though? Like what did you have to do? Hashtags? Like how did people share it for you? Like how did No, I mean it was just organic reach. I I, I looked at TikTok and I studied it and I thought, what can I do? I can't dance. I can't sing. <laughs> me neither. I'm not gonna strip off. No. I'm not gonna do that kind of thing. I, I've got to do something which is relevant to me. So I thought, right, tell a story. It comes back to the bit about what we said earlier. Tell a story. Put right. over the story. So I put over the story about me setting up a business, working out in the kitchen. I put it to some like music. Actually, I didn't actually say anything. I just filmed myself and I put in the story on text. Right, right, right. And the I captions just, here. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just posted it. No, no hashtags, nothing. And mm. then, um, to be honest, I totally forgot that I put the post up. Then the next day, my son said to me, he goes, Dad, that, that video's got 4,000 views. Like, 4, I've never had 4,000 views for anything in my life. And then we watched it, and then by the end of the day, it was up to 100,000. Then a few days later, it was up to half a million. Uh, before I knew it, I had about 10,000 followers. And then it just became the persistent, consistent, and then being patient over a long period of time to build it. Now I've got, well, over all social media now, it's over 2 million. Wow. So What yeah. about the Instagram? How's that going for you? Yeah, got up to, coming up to about 200,000 now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But that, again, that was on virtually nothing a few months ago, and then I, after I turned my attention to it, my focus to it, I put up my story again on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I got 100,000 followers in a week, an extra one, and then it's just been building and building, and uh, now coming over here to the States and pushing up my story here, and the momentum of the business is driving the momentum of the followers. Correct, correct. So well, what know, am I doing wrong? I, I only have 1,400 followers on Instagram. What do, I, what do I have to do? I can't do TikTok. I, I just can't. Oh God! Come yeah. I, I just—it's just like uh, the thing with uh, TikTok is it, it's transparent. Yeah, it's really transparent. There's no it, with Instagram. There's a bit of a filter, right? We're, we're, it's, yes, it, yes. TikTok is filterless. They, they can people when they watch TikTok, they can sort of smell bullshit a mile away, right? And they've got that barometer. Yeah, go, for, right, sure, for sure. This has got to be realistic. It's yeah. got to be. There's got to be some sort of connection there. So it suits me. TikTok suits me because I can just be myself. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like also with Instagram, I see a lot of these um, these influencers. They, yeah. like, make things, you know, seem what they're not. Like, I know there's a place around here where you can go take pictures and it looks like you own a private jet, but it's actually, like, a set. It's, like, the, <laughs> cra it's like the craziest thing. Like, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why, like, people want to be something they're not, but, you know. Well, that, that's another thing I noticed yeah. because on TikTok, on Instagram, you can spot a fake account easily. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I reckon sure. about 95% of these good-looking influencers right. on there, they're all fake accounts. Oh, they buy all their followers. Exactly. They buy all their likes. They That's buy right. all their views. That's right. It's just all bullshit. And then they go to other companies and charge. That, right. Charge money charge to promote money. their goods. Great, right. And, you know, when I first started, I thought, you know, the influencer route was the way to go. And I quickly realized the influencer route is dead. Mm. It, it, it's, it, it's non-existent, I believe, now. I, I think you have to build your personal brand. You've got to build a brand right. You have to have something you. to offer. Yeah. Not, not like yourself, but something, you know, maybe, you know, something else. I understand. Keep, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. offering value, yeah. E exactly, because a lot of people will just, like, lose interest. Like, oh, here's this person uh, eating a Tide Pod again or something, you know, something stupid <laughs> like that. Like, like we're, we're over that. But, like, you know, the watch, the watch business, I mean... Um, 
so you, you came here and did you find when you first came here, did you find it hard to get this watch business off the ground? Because like there's so many, there's so many like everyday watch companies yeah. that are, you know, but what what would you what is yours different than the others, would you say? Brand. Just every, brand. Every, That's it. brand. Just a, a lot of people say to me as well, they said, Did you see a gap in the market? I said, I didn't see a gap in the market. Uh. I saw an overcrowded uh, market that's just, as you said, there's too many brands to be honest. It's just no, too, much it's too much. It's way too much. It's way too much. Yeah. So I just thought, well, what can I offer a, a, a difference? Uh, okay, so we can get the designs different. We can make them uh, um, more bespoke watches. We can make them fun. Mm -hmm. We can do all those kind of things. But there's other people doing that. What, where's the difference? Where's the difference in the value? And that's when I started developing the brand, um, you know, the Love Your Journey strapline right, right. around the brand. And I thought, well, the gap in the market uh, is really around the brand. So instead of finding a gap, I'm squeezing myself in mm. and, and forcing myself in, into it. And, you know, the growth has been phenomenal. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible what's happened. Yeah, I was, looking, I was looking on your website, and you've got some pretty nice watches. I'm oh, yeah, yeah. Um So the, when, you, when it comes to the, to the watch game, did you have someone, like, uh, guide you, to, or it was just all you? This was just all you, no one else. Did anyone yeah. in the fashion industry help you? Nothing. No, Nothing. just all me. Really? Just all me. Impressive. Just me making mistakes and going for I, I had this stupid, deluded self-belief that I can design all these watches and grow a global brand. I still have that stupid, deluded <laughs> belief, to be honest, and I'm still going to keep pursuing it. Uh, so... That's one of the things you mentioned earlier. Why did I do this? One was a challenge for me to, to you know, the ultimate entrepreneurial right. challenge. Right. But the other was like this. I had this creative itch I wanted to scratch. I mean, I've been in the IT industry. There's no creativity in the IT industry. No. You know, it's a pretty boring business, to be honest. Right. And I was sick to death of it. I was really bored. And I thought, I want to do something creative. Can I design something? Um, so, yeah, I just started designing watches. So you design them, send them off, they get made, put them online, and that's it. Yeah. And you're only selling online at this only time. Only online, yeah. Do you plan on going into any brick and mortar, or it's dead? Brick and mortar's dead. I think We're it's done, right? I think it's done. You, go, you sell on Amazon or just your website? Just website. Okay, wow, okay. That's just interesting. It, it may be in the future that we look to go to Amazon, but at the moment, I want to keep everything in, in one house. place. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I want to keep it in one place. I think one of the things in business is I see a lot of people diversify too quickly. Mm. I think if you focus... On, on one element at a time. It's like when people say to me, oh, you know, you're coming here to America. And they say, well, when are you coming to Asia? When are you coming to Australia? When are you coming to Europe? When are you mm. coming to Canada? I said, well, at the moment, I'm focused on the American one market. market. Right, let's, right. let's smash this market first before we then You kind of want to be like on autopilot here before you start going to exactly. any other places. Exactly. Wow. Have you been to LA yet? Yeah. What do you think about LA? Different. I like it. I, I, I loved it. I mean, we were there for... Two days. Yeah, it's not long enough. No. Nah, I, I, you got to go for like five days. And I, I was staying yeah. in Hollywood as well. Wh which Hollywood? West or regular Hollywood? Uh, well, regular Hollywood. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then we, we I did a challenge. I do these challenges around the world. One of the things that brings awareness to the brand is this Find Tim challenge mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. So I turn up in a city and I say, right, the first person to find me wins. Gets get to watch. Gets to watch. You've oh, got nice, to nice. run up to me and say, love your journey. And then the first one gets watched. But then I see <laughs> how many people could come up to me. And then I every city has a score. And I keep a leaderboard on my fridge of every city. Wow. Uh, so we did a couple in LA. We did one in West Hollywood, West Hollywood and then Bel Air. Yeah, Bel Air. Yeah. Uh, so we did quite well out there, but it's grown. That was last November. Okay. Uh, we're planning on going back there again in August because it's grown quite a lot since then. So I think we're going to have an even bigger turnout next I, time. I enjoy, I enjoy LA uh, to visit, to live there. 
I don't know. You got to drive everywhere. It's kind of like not like here. That's the only yeah. like, and it's a little bit more expensive than here. It's not. It's not so much expensive, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what about? Have you been to Miami? Yep, the Miami as well. South Beach and all that stuff. Yeah, that's exactly where I was. That's in. a place. Not South Beach. I would live in Brickell. Okay. Yeah, that's like the uh, financial district of Miami. Like it's in the city of Miami, yeah. not the beach. So um, that's like it's kind of like the Manhattan of. My, of Miami, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, Miami's Miami's really. I think that's the only other place I would ever live besides uh, New well, York City. Well, Miami's lovely. The one thing that surprised about about Miami was the affluence. Mm. There's some big houses out there. There's a lot of money. A out A lot of Miami. money out Miami. Huge man. I, I, I don't know where they get it, but that's, that's <laughs> the, listen, listen. That's that's the money. Um, yeah, Miami's good. Uh, you been to Texas yet? Not yet. Ah, not yet. So I'm a Dallas. I'm a American football. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. All so right. I've been to Dallas a few times, and um, you would actually like Austin because it's a little similar to New York City. Yeah, and uh, it's up and coming. So I think that would be—I mean, I'm not much more, but I think that would be a good market for you, possibly. Oh, it's 100. We yeah, sell yeah. a lot of watches in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I get asked—it's crazy because every time I go somewhere, I get asked all the time, "Oh, come to Arkansas, come to Alabama, come to Texas." But Texas is one that comes up all the time. And Texas—I mean, I think Texas is six times the size of England. It's it's, it's, it's a huge. big state. It's I mean yeah. it's it, it's just massive. So yeah. I think we'll have to. Uh, there's a lot of cities there that you'll like: Houston, Austin, Dallas, like yeah, San Antonio, San Antonio, and El Paso. Yeah, yeah all those places. Like you'd have to spend probably like a whole week. Yeah, at that, least that's exactly what at least. Do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, every time I mean I've come out on station this time in Brooklyn. Next time we come out in July and August, we're probably going to station ourselves in Kansas and do the Midwest. Wow. Um, so we've got about another eight or nine um, states to do, and also we're going to fly up to Alaska. I was going to well. say, did you go to the, any of the territory, like you know, Alaska, Puerto Rico, like you know? Yeah. Well, I haven't done the the territories. Um, we've done tw- as I said, twenty five states plus DC. Yeah, yeah. Then we've got the other twenty five states to do, and then right. maybe maybe we should do Guam and uh, yeah. Puerto Rico as Guam, well. Guam, Puerto Rico, whatever. I mean, Coast I don't know about Guam, but <laughs> Puerto, Re- Puerto Rico maybe. Guam's I, yeah. a bit of a distance to yeah, go. Yeah, it's a little fair. bit, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many watches you'll sell in Guam, but yeah. I don't know. Puerto Rico's nice. There's no hurricanes, but yeah, I've been to Puerto Rico a couple of times. Well, we sold our first few watches in Puerto Rico just a couple of weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's incredible, yeah. That's good, that's good. Yeah, I mean, so that means, you know, um, you're reaching, that's, that's a predominantly Spanish Area, so that's yeah. you're reaching out to different cultures, which well, is inc- which is awesome. It's incredible. We've, yeah. we've now sold into eighty-two different countries around the world. Really? Yeah. What's th- the number one? Is it here? The number one selling country? It, it is now. It is now. It is now. It is. What mean, was it prior UK. to this? It was UK. Okay. UK. Okay. So US is number yeah. one now. UK number two. I mean, last year UK was uh, the biggest. As I said, up until I came out to America, about ten percent of my sales came mm-hmm. from the states. Mm-hmm. Now it's about two thirds. All our sales come from the States. Wow. Uh, it's just growing all, all the time. What about Italy? I'm, a, I'm 100% Italian. So would you we said a bit in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've no, done good. a challenge that's in good. Rome. Really? Yeah, I did a fine Tim, Tim challenge in Rome, just, just around the corner from the Coliseum. A Coliseum. lot of people found you there? No. 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 <laughs> I, 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 sat there for, I sat there for one hour, 13 minutes waiting to be Nobody found. Nobody came. And then, and then a British couple on uh, holiday out there ran there up to go. me, shouted a lovely journey, which was just in time because we had to leave to catch our flight home. Mm-hmm. We're literally thinking, God, we've got to pack up here now. Yeah, yeah. We've got to pack up. Uh, Italians are kind of funny. They're a little funny. They like keep to themselves in, in the country. So I guess if you're like uh, a foreigner, they don't. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're not big in Italy. We, we've yeah. sold a few watches, but uh, it was just to make the content really for the uh, for TikTok and uh, Instagram. Is there any country you haven't been to yet that you really want to go to to try expand your brand? 
Um, yeah, all of them. All. I, I mean, all of them. I, one of the things I'm looking at doing is um, a Far East tour. Oh, nice. And do uh, like Manila, right. uh, Kuala Lumpur, Japan, <laughs> uh, Bangkok, and just do it there. I mean, we Again, they're not big markets for us at the moment, but I think for the development of the story of the Hagley West journey, uh, to show that we're going out there and we're, we're performing out there and doing the fine team challenges out there, I think it would be, it would be great viewing. Uh, that's what we need to do. But Australia is one I'm looking at. Maybe my son's desperate to go to Australia, so maybe at the end of the year. A we'll... friend of mine, he actually moved. He's from Australia. He said it's it's just um, he he misses it, but he likes America better. Uh, okay. Yeah, he just I think he moved here 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, and he said that basically he said Australia is very expensive. It's very it's very strict. Mm. It's totally different than here. Well, I've, I've been there once, but it was about 23, 24 years ago. Uh, but it's a good place to go to watch cricket. So that's oh a, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, so actually, in Brooklyn, when you come back in the summertime, um, Marine Park. It's it's like kind of um, I would say Eastern Brooklyn, Southeastern Brooklyn. Right. They have a whole cricket tournament like every weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's in like centralish Brooklyn. It's called Marine Park. I'll I'll, I'll text we, it to we, you. We found a little yeah. bit of cricket out here, but it's a minute. Oh, no, these sport. these guys they they play. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never watched a cricket game, but I know like it's very you have to be it's a very skilled sport because I play hockey myself. So right. you know I I understand it's like a very skilled. I don't know if I could play cricket, but. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start around here. I don't here. know where yeah. to start with the hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even skate. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I taught myself how to skate, actually. when yeah. I was. I didn't start playing until I was 15. Oh, really? And I'm 34 now, so I started really late. But I knew I wasn't trying to, like, be pro or anything. Yeah. I just went, you know, I just wanted it's to do something. It. Yeah, it's enjoyed. Yeah. I play twice a week now oh, over yeah. in Brooklyn. So it's like, yeah, it, that was a challenge to me when I was younger. It's a, I stopped playing American football, and I started playing hockey. Oh wow! Yeah, so um, it's a very contact sport. Gets a lot of stress out, you know. It looks again. It's another sport I haven't seen yet. Well, the Rangers are in the playoffs right now. Well, the tonight's game seven against it's the Devils. It's at the Garden, isn't it? No, it's actually at um, oh. New Jersey tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, basically, those tickets would probably be like five hundred dollars a piece. Wow. So you won't even. You should wait till next year when you come back to go to like a regular season game. Well, we will. Yeah. We're taking in as much of the American culture. I mean, we love sport. Yeah, we? yeah. It's the international language of men, isn't of course, it, sport? Of course. So tonight we're going to our first ever baseball game. We're going to go see the Yankees tonight. Oh, nice. So we've got tickets to the Yankees. That's good. You got a nice day. It finally stopped raining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was disgusting this weekend. I'm a Met fan. Okay. City Field's actually nice, too. It's just, if you don't drive, it's kind of like a pain in the butt to get to. Right. But Yankee Stadium, obviously, you just take the subway. It's up separate problems, yeah, yeah. But it? yeah. City Field is more uh, family-friendly, I would say. Okay. The Yankee Stadium's not, I mean, the neighborhood's a little, eh, but, you know. <laughs> Whatever, that's all I'm going to say. But yeah. But in England, all, all we've ever heard of is the Yankees. Well, so yeah. as, as a kid, because yeah. it's like the... You know, they have like 26 World Series, that's why. The yeah. Mets don't have that many, that's why you only hear about the Yankees. And Babe Ruth and... Right, of course, of course. They have, well, because everyone wants, when you play baseball, everyone wants to be a Yankee. Right. Because that's like just, like, basically also in hockey, everyone wants to be a New York Ranger because that's right. like the world-class yeah. organization. If you're from another country and you think of like hockey, you think of the New York Rangers. Right, Because, yes. you yeah. know... That's it. Like New York. That's it. New York, New York, New York. So it, it makes sense why a lot of people uh, like the Yankees. In England, is baseball big or not really? Not at all. Not at all. No, I mean, it's just I'd, soccer, huh? And cricket. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. in England, it's uh, you've got soccer, or we call football, right, um, right football, up here. Of course. And then you've got cricket, rugby, rugby, Formula that's, One. That's right, which is basically almost football. Yeah. I, I think mean, it's a little more tougher. It's. 
it's brutal. You've got to be an animal to play that sport. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we played it. I, I mean, I played it at school. I was never really that good at it, mm. um, but I love rugby. Uh, rugby is a really good. Do sport. those guys make a lot of money to play rugby? No, they're not. I mean, at the top, the international guys, they make a lot. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like like the local clubs, not really. Oh no, no, no. no. I mean, it's like it's almost um, semi-amateur. Really? Yeah, semi-pro kind of thing. So, I mean, at club level, you know, an average, even in the Premier League, they're probably on about make about 100, 120,000. But then, as they progress, that's a year. Right. And then, but the the top guys, the international guys, they make. Good money. It's like the cricket. Same sort of thing with the cricket. If you have a top star in the cricket, you're making millions. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you're playing at like county level, which is still first class, um, professional level, the money's good, but it's not fantastic. Huh. But when you go into football, oh well, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's I mean, like you know, you know th those guys are making between a hundred thousand and half a million pound a week. Well, or, also, unless you're Ronaldo, you're making like three million a week or something. Which club is always in the four top five? Um, Manchester United. Manchester United. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's always, always. Yeah, it's that's always the, the Dallas Cowboys number one for American football, yeah. and then it's either Manchester or the New York Yankees. Like they always do two or three. They always like oh for the for the for the, the, for the top five. Top, yeah, the yeah. top five most um, wealthiest organizations. Well, Qatar. There's the Qataris looking to buy Manchester United at the moment. Oh, I think they're just putting like a three or four billion pound bid for them. Why are they selling it? That 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 should be like a money printing it, it, thing. It's owned by it's owned by an American family. That's what I'm saying. Is, yeah, like, yeah. why would you want to sell? That? I think they want out. It's a license gonna, to print money. They got they're cashing in. I think because they're cashing in. No, that's because I I follow some Syria football like Juventus, right? right? Yeah, so yeah. I know Napoli. Like I know those guys. That's just like a license to print money out there, man. Yeah. Soccer, soccer, soccer. Because there's no other sport in Italy. It's only fo football. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's so there's there's literally nothing else out there. Yeah, it's the same as Spain. It's yeah, the same it's as all Europe Germany. is basically all, all yeah. football. I know like Europeans have some hockey, but it's not like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I used to play. We have uh, field hockey is more right. Field hockey, uh, yeah, it, it's more popular so, in the UK. So it's so funny because field hockey here is only for girls. <laughs> and like when I went to high school, it, girls played field hockey and yeah. the boys only played ice hockey. Oh, right. It's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. But in, I guess in England, men play field hockey, right? Yeah, I mean, I, pl I played club field hockey for I mean, 10 years. It's, it's so cr it's it's nuts. I yeah. never knew men played field hockey like until <laughs> like someone told me. I was like, oh, I, thought, I always thought this was a women's sport. Well, I, and I thought as well, coming over here, one of the things I found amazing was just how much soccer's taken off over here. Oh, yeah. Cause, I mean, they're building a new stadium for the New York uh, Football Club. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, us they usually play in Yankee Stadium, but they're building a brand new one. Oh, wow, because yeah. I... I, yeah, I yeah. saw it in um, Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I mean, Atlanta is football is huge there. Mm -hmm. Soccer is huge there. And where was the other place we went? Charlotte. Charlotte's mm. very big as well. They have another team right in Jersey called the New York Red Bulls. Right. Right. But they're in Jersey. Don't ask. Same thing with the Jets and the Giants. They're in Jersey, but right. they're called New York Jets, New York Giants. But yeah, they have they have a soccer club out there. And then the, I just told you the other one's getting a new. Um, but I don't I don't think soccer. Will ever be as big as like American football here? I, I know, don't. I know, it's like on the low totem yeah. pole here because, like you know, I, I, I think the one thing that really builds it all up is the World Cup. Oh yeah, because everyone gets behind. Everyone wants oh, a nation to of win course. that. So yeah, and I, England's always good. Well, Italy we, didn't even qualify. <laughs> well, we did invent the games. So yeah, that's, true, that's, true. Good, I mean, that's true. We yeah, got yeah, probably yeah. the best league in the world. Yeah, yeah, It'd be yeah. like you know, if, if there's a World Cup of. Uh, American football or baseball, you expect it, it, America to be up there. That's true. It's it's always England and Germany. That's like the only always top two teams in in, in soccer uh, football. Yeah, yeah, well, then you got Brazil yeah. and Argentina. Well, right, right, well. right. Yeah, but it's South usually because I know Europe. Italy when they win the World Cup 2006, they played Germany, right? Right. I think that's what it was. Yeah. So that was the last time Italy's ever seen. Any yeah, but kind England, of glory. England's always 
get almost there than lose in the semifinals or the finals. So. At least you guys made it to the World Cup. We didn't make it. <laughs> so Italy didn't make it. So it's like, I mean, it's, uh, it's embarrassing. And it, Italy has very, very good soccer players. And I'm one of the best leagues in the world. Serie A. It's one of the best. I, it's, in the, it's in the top three or four in the world. I, I, I know. It's, it's That's why it's so embarrassing that yeah. we didn't make the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I, I, I that's sport for you. That's yeah. sport for you. I, I, One day you're the king of the mountain. I know. <laughs> you go from hero to zero like this. It's like it's so funny. But um, all right, Tim. Where do we find you on TikTok? We'd say you know your watch website. Tell us where all your socials where okay. we can go. Uh, my socials uh, on TikTok. You can find me under Tim Hayden Six. Okay. I mean, basically, if you just search Tim Hayden, you're I'm, you're all over the place. I'm all over the place. Uh, on Instagram, it's slightly different. It's Hayden Tim. And the website is HagleyWest.com. I just followed your Instagram. I just saw it. I was looking at it. Oh, good one. Hagley West. Nice watch. That's a nice watch right there. I'll post a picture of that watch. Cheers, one, buddy. One of the All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week.